Back to the Frontier Freedom Hour with Jeff Hunt, sponsored by Centennial Institute at Colorado Christian University. Here's Jeff Hunt. Friends, we've had some good wins recently when it comes to issues like affirmative action, free speech rights with Lori Smith and 303 Creative at the U.S. Supreme Court level. And if you're a conservative like me living in a state like Colorado, it is constant leftist power agenda driven over and over and over again. And the ability to squeak out any type of win in defense of not a conservative agenda, but the founding principles of this country and the First Amendment rights that the Constitution protects, when we get those, it is so sweet and so nice. And one of the biggest wins that came across this past week, not a U.S. Supreme Court decision, but one that is likely going to make its way to the Supreme Court, is Missouri v. Biden came out of a, a district court decision The state of Missouri and the state of Louisiana, in partnership with a handful of private people that were were harmed by the power of the federal government working in collusion. We're talking about real collusion, collusion of of the federal government with social media entities like Facebook and Twitter. We've gone through the, the whole details of this case. So if you missed any of it, go to FrontierFreedomRadio.com. You can download the podcast right there, FrontierFreedomRadio.com. My guest is Todd Scott, the senior counsel for the Missouri Attorney General's office. So, Todd, did any free speech organizations like, let's say, the ACLU join you in fighting against the federal government utilizing social media companies to censor the free speech rights of Americans. Did you did you find partnership with even anybody on the left that tends to support free speech? You know, it's interesting you say that. I'm old enough to remember back when even organizations like the ACLU would once in a while join the people on the on the political or the the philosophical right to fight for things like the first amendment. It used to be that there was this idea that I may disagree with what you have to say, but I'll fight to the death for your right to say it. That's right. That is apparent, uh, unfortunately, uh, to quote what I believe is a Tina Turner song, a quaint old fashioned notion now to people on the left. And uh, we know it was crickets. It was crickets from those groups that like to talk about fighting for freedom and freedom of expression. But when it comes down to actually uh, joining in to fight real suppression by the federal government, uh, they were nowhere to be found. Wow. Wow. I mean, that's, Yoram Hazoni gets into this. He was a guest at our recent Western Conservative Summit, but how the left has shifted, right? What happened to free speech, uh, Berkeley, you know, and the and the great rights that were fought for by the liberals at Berkeley in the 60s has now been totally lost to a more leftist Marxist power agenda that, that doesn't recognize, you know, the basic fundamental rights for everybody. And, and that's a real disappointment. So Todd Scott... The average person watching this case, what do they do? Where, where Can they do anything to support you all, to support this case? What are the next steps that just the average American can do with regards to Missouri v. Biden? I think that's an excellent question. And I, I want to just say to highlight the reason why it would be that, that somebody listening to your program should take a willingness, uh, take an interest in this, is we know some people don't tend to really care about policy or politics, as it's sometimes called. But the problem is 
politics always cares about you. And there is not a, an acre in rural Colorado, no matter how far back you get in the mountains. And I love to get back there, uh, spend some Missouri money out there in Colorado. (laughs) Um, but there's, there is no place so remote that the long arm of politics will not reach you. So it's time for people to be engaged in their government. That may be something as simple as writing a letter to the editor, to showing up at your school board meeting, to calling your legislator. You know, states attorneys, state attorneys general have actually become in many ways the tip of the spear in some of these big fights uh, over really important public policy matters. And that's happened, I, I would think, in the last 10, 15 years, it's come to the forefront. So if you live in a state where you have an attorney general that uh, really cares about freedom, I think it's appropriate to to just make sure that your elected officials know you also care about freedom and maybe they should be looking for ways and many of them are many of our colleagues are doing a terrific job looking for ways to push back on the radical agenda coming out of washington Uh, the judge at the closing paragraphs of his order he reminded this is a a bit uh alarming as well but he he's talking about the federal government here he says they have also shown a willingness to do this censorship in regard to other issues such as gas prices, parody speech, calling the president a liar, climate change, gender, and abortion. This is not the closing chapter of a of federal inter, uh, censorship enterprise we uncovered about COVID that's now in the rearview mirror. This is the game plan for where they are going tomorrow. And so it's time for every American that cares about the Constitution and the and free speech rights to start standing up and exercising those rights and joining us in defending them, just like you are in this program, which is just tremendous. I want to read here a little bit from the Wall Street Journal. Judge Doty observes that the censorship alleged in this case almost exclusively targeted conservative speech. The United States government seems to have assumed a role similar to a Norwellian ministry of truth. I mean, it is, uh, it is shocking what happened. And uh, some of these folks... I knew personally, Alex Berenson, for instance, he and I have worked on trying to expose what marijuana is doing to our culture. And he, he wrote an important book on, on that. And he was explicitly, I mean, targeted by Twitter. He had to sue Twitter. And so as we close this segment, I just want to remind people that oftentimes when you take a stand, you're going to be out there by yourself. And you may be out there for, by yourself for a long time. Alex was out there for a long time fighting disinformation on COVID, Um, not disinformation that came from other people, but came from the government. He was trying to get to really what's happening with COVID, and he was really censored by Twitter and, and targeted by Twitter, and he fought, but he's been able now, in part, I think he might be a party to this, I'm not sure, but I did see his name mentioned in one of these articles. That, that it's come back around and, and truth has prevailed. And I think you guys ultimately are on the right side of history. And Dennis Prager talks a lot about this, the notion of the fighters. There's very few who are actually called to fight. There's a lot of us that are called to support the fighters. And people like Todd Scott, the Attorney General's Office in Missouri, in Louisiana, everybody that has stood up has brought tremendous value and gain to our country and they're taking the slings and arrows and i imagine you guys are gonna uh, take it i mean you even see it from the new york times article new york times wrote about this and honestly it's probably one of the best covers uh, of a case that the new york times can can have towards a conservative cause but even they said well you know you're gonna 
you, you may cost lives as a result of this. This is going to be kind of the pushback. The federal government has a role to try to prevent bad ideas from getting out there that could cost lives. That was even one of the cases that was made from the Biden administration to Facebook is that you are you are going to cause lives to be lost as a result of allowing this information out there. But that's not the role of the federal government with regards to all speech. You know, I can understand in very particular cases where lives are imminent, right? You cannot you cannot threaten to murder people on social media platforms. But to to equate COVID restrictions and challenging those COVID restrictions with, you know, killing people is just not true. It's just not true. And the government does not have the power to be able to censor that. And you guys have protected that. I want to thank you, Todd Scott, for stepping out, for working on this. I know you have many more years. You're going to be committed to this. Any kind of closing statements you'd like to make to our listeners? Well, Jeff, thank you for letting me be on. You know, we, we are happy to engage in these battles, but we're not alone. There's people like you, like the Centennial Institute. My son, who's a rising sophomore, is attending Colorado Christian University, getting a world-class education, getting the fundamentals in place for what it looks like to be a good citizen. He's loving it. We're loving having him there. Um, and for, for those of you, maybe you're in college or maybe you're uh, a teenager in high school looking for what you might be able to do. If you have any interest in becoming a lawyer, and by the way, my dad told me I should become a lawyer when I was probably a teenager, early 20s. <laughs> I thought that was the dumbest idea I'd ever heard. Um, to quote another Mark, Twa- uh, Mark Twain, another Missouri, and he talked about when he was 14, he thought his father was so ignorant. But when he turned 21, he said it was astonishing how much that old man had learned in seven years. Well, it, it took me a few years, and I realized the law was going to be a really good avenue for me. If you are interested, give our office a call. We are always looking for summer interns. We're looking for people who mm. care about liberty and freedom that want to come and join the fight with us. So reach out if that's something that interests you. There's a role for everyone. Um, usually battles like this are won because of a thousand people do a thousand right. small things, and we're all trying to do our part. That's exactly right. It does. It takes a lot on everything from school choice to Lori Smith and 303 Creative. I mean, the amount of teams that that ADF built to be go victorious at the U.S. Supreme Court and now Missouri v. Biden. You got to get this case into your mind. This is going to be one of the most important cases in our lifetime in protecting our free speech. I just want to read one more quote here. We must build a wall of separation between tech and state to preserve our First Amendment right to free, fair, and open debate. Missouri will continue to lead the way in the fight to defend our most fundamental freedoms. Todd Scott, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for your fight. Thank you for a big victory in restricting what the federal government is doing to our rights. God bless you. We appreciate you being on the show, my friend. Thanks, Jeff. Really enjoyed it. Friends, we'll continue with Western Conservative Summit speeches for the remainder of the summer until big cases like this break out. But go to our Centennial Institute YouTube page. You can watch all those speeches there. It was an incredible gathering. Over 1,500 attendees right here in Denver, Colorado. Nearly 100,000 each day watching online. It was a lot of fun. We achieved a lot of great things. We'll be back next week. God bless you and yeehaw.